0: We've been talking about uh, the other 167. simple concept, that is that there are 168 hours in a week. We spend approximately one of those together here in the sanctuary. Where is the church for the other 167? Who is the church? What are we doing for the other 167 hours out of the week? Well, this morning I want us to continue that thought As we think about living by faith, in James chapter 2, beginning at verse 14, if you have your copy of Scripture or if you'd like to follow along in the the Bible app that has an event there, you can find that. But we're going to speak together, uh, think together about living by faith. And the emphasis on that title this morning is not faith, but living. And the reason for that is we get together once a, uh, once a week, we're in here for um, a little over an hour and we're talking about faith and we're experiencing faith and, and we're expressing our faith, but it is the other 167 hours that we live that faith. And those are the hours that I want us to think about as we consider living by faith look with me if you will then in james chapter 2 beginning at verse 14 he says what good is it my brothers if someone says he has faith but he does not have works can that faith save him let's think about that for just a moment as we consider the uh, the first thing that we can learn from the text we're going to look at today, and that is that faith is more than words. He says, somebody says that they have faith. What good is it if someone says he has faith but does not have works? You say, well, well, John, you, you keep telling us over and over and over that we're saved by grace through faith and not by works. And now James seems to raise a question about that. He says, if you have faith and no works, can you really be saved? The reality is we are saved only by grace through faith. However, if that faith is real, it will be demonstrated in our lives. If saving grace comes to us because of our faith in Christ, then that faith that we put in Christ is going to be real enough that it shows up in how we live and what we do. James even kind of asks the question, if I look at your life and I don't see any kind of Christian work, I don't see any kind of service, I don't see any kind of true love, then how am I to believe that you're telling the truth when you say you have faith? I read recently about a a little boy that went to see a ventriloquist act, and a little boy got to sit right on the front row. So off and on through the act, the ventriloquist dummy would kind of look at the little boy and have a conversation with him, and then the, he'd get back to the, to the act and whatever. And, and when the show was over, the little boy came straight up to that ventriloquist dummy, and the ventriloquist quickly moved to, to get everything back in place, you know. And the little boy was talking to the dummy, and the little boy said, oh, I think I, you're just so fun. I want you to come to my house and play with me. And the ventriloquist t- tried to kind of work around that two or three times, but the boy was just insistent. I think we could have so much fun. I want to be your friend. I want you to come play. And finally, the ventriloquist said to the little boy, the dummy doesn't really do anything. He just talks. And as I read through that short story this week, I realized I know some folks who don't really do anything. They just talk. Do you know anybody like that? Do you ever see anybody like that in a mirror? You see, if our faith is real, it has to be more than words. There's got to be more to this Christianity than just singing the right words on Sunday or saying the right words when we're around our church family, if faith is faith, then it's actually going to affect how we live and it's going to show up in the things we do. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith, but he does not have works? Can that faith save him? In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said in Matthew 7, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. You see the emphasis in the verse, the difference between says and does? Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, really lives under my lordship. Because if they lived like I was their lord, it would be clear that they are mine, but if they don't live as if I'm their Lord, then I'm not their Lord. It doesn't matter what they say. So not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom, but the one who does the will of my Father who's in heaven, because it is in the doing that we demonstrate the reality of our faith. Faith is more than words. Not everyone who has a Christian bumper sticker on his car has real faith. Not everyone who knows the right kind of Facebook post to put out has real faith. Real faith that actually changes one and makes a difference in eternity is a faith that will be demonstrated in how we live. It's a faith not of one week, one hour a week, but it's a faith of 168 hours every week. Faith is more than words. We also notice as James guides us through this thought process, we learn that faith is more than feelings. Not only is it more than words, but it's more than feelings as well. Let's, let's pick up our text at verse 15. If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to him, go in peace and be warmed and filled without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Faith is more than feelings. We can see someone who's poor and feel sorry for them. We can see someone who's hungry and feel like we should do something, but until we do something, we have not demonstrated that our faith is directing our life. It goes beyond just feelings. Feeling, see, this is, this is important to us because feelings are deceptive. We think because we feel something, then we are in the right place. As long as my feelings are right, then I must be in the right place. The problem with that is feelings are deceptive. And so what we learn from James is faith is more than feelings. It's not just feeling sorry for the poor guy, it's helping the poor guy. It's not just feeling sorry for someone who doesn't have a coat in the winter, it's helping them get a coat in the winter. And it's not just about benevolence, it's about how we live our lives. It's more than just feeling the right feelings, it is trusting God so much that it changes Who I am and what I do. And so I actually start living the way He wants me to live, doing the things He wants me to do, instead of just feeling what I ought to feel. 1 John chapter 3. Little children, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and in truth. We can have loving feelings but until we act on those feelings it's not real love is it let us not love in word or talk but in deed and in truth real faith is more than feelings and then james is going to help us discover that faith is more than beliefs faith is more than words it's more than feelings and Believe it or not, it is more than beliefs. In 18, he says, but someone will say you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works and I'll show you my faith by my works. And then look at 19. You believe that God is one, you do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. He says, you believe the right thing. Well, good on you. Even demons believe that stuff. He says, you believe that God is one. And remember that James is speaking to Jews. And he uses the, what, what's called the Shema. It, uh, it is the statement based on Deuteronomy 6 and 4. Jews would pray this and and, and include this in their prayer time every morning and every evening. Twice a day, they would say the Shema and use it in a prayer. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. It's a statement of their faith. And so James says to these Jews... I know you know, you believe the Lord is one, and I'm, I'm proud of you. That's good. But that's not enough, guys, because even demons believe that. There are some incredible stories in the Gospels of Jesus healing people and, and freeing them from actual demon possession and demon uh, action on their lives. In one case in particular, in Luke chapter 4, he, he says, st- sets these people free of these demons. And the demons came out of many crying, you are the son of God. Now look at that. Because if we say, all you have to do is believe that Jesus is God's son to be saved, then that would mean that these demons are saved. Because the demons believe doesn't mean they have put their faith in Jesus. There's a difference. I believe what is a fact, but I have not trusted until I put my life in the hands of Jesus. On another occasion in Mark 5, crying out with a loud voice, this is a demon that has been that has been uh, uh, taken out of a human being, crying out of a loud voice. He said, what have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High? I adjure you by God. Do not torment me. The demons know exactly who Jesus was, and they believe in God. can't tell you how many funerals I've done for people that I didn't know and so often I sit down with the family. I'm just, I'm just hoping upon hope that there's, that there's some way that these folks may, this person may have had a connection with Christ. And so I try to f- kind of find out what do we need to be ha- talking about in, in this upcoming funeral. And so many times, well, they never went to church. They weren't a good family person. They didn't love us, this and that, but they believe in God. I'm glad they believe in God. That's awesome. But folks, let me tell you, faith is more than belief. That's why you hear every once in a while somebody will say, live your life in such a way that the preacher doesn't have to lie at your funeral. Live your life in a way that demonstrates the reality of your faith. If faith is only belief, it's not really faith. I believe that that wooden platform there will hold my weight. That's getting more and more difficult for the platform these days. But I have yet to put my faith in that platform until I put my weight on that platform. Belief is not faith. Belief is intellectual. It takes place in the mind. Faith is spiritual. It takes place in the will, or we can say in the heart. We see intellectual. Faith. When we hear someone say, I I believe two plus two is four. When they say, I believe this church was founded as Bold Spring Baptist Church in 1858. Both facts are true, but accepting them involves only the mind and not the heart. When someone sincerely says, I believe in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, and I'm going to trust him with my life. That person has made a commitment to Christ to follow and obey Him, that person has demonstrated faith. James helps us understand that faith is more than words, it's more than feelings, it's more than beliefs. And he helps us understand that faith is demonstrated by deeds. Deeds don't don't replace faith. Deeds are not necessary um, instead of faith but it is deeds that show that my faith is real faith is demonstrated by deeds we go back to verse 18 which we ran over really quickly just a moment ago we go back to that verse but someone will say you have faith and i have works Someone will say, let's compromise. Your Christianity is based on faith, that's fine. My Christianity is based on works. Paul says, you show me your faith apart from your works, I'll show you my faith by my works. In other words, he's he's saying, you just try to show me a faith without works let me see that you can't show it to me how do you show faith without works faith is abstract without works there's there's no validity however i'll show you my faith you can't see faith i'll show you faith it's abstract but my faith is demonstrated in my works And my deeds in the other 167 out there in real life all day, every day, all week long. My faith is so real that it changes my life, James would say. James would say, you look at my life, you'll see my faith. Later on in this same paragraph, he gives some excellent Illustrations of that are examples, starting in verse 20. Do you want to be shown, you foolish person, that faith apart from works is useless? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? Abraham did not come to faith by sacrificing his son But Abraham demonstrated that his faith was so real that he was willing to be obedient even if that meant sacrificing his son. And so it is at the last moment as the knife is on the way down, the angel stops the knife and says, good enough. You've demonstrated that faith is real. You've shown it by your works. In verse 22, you see that faith was active along with his works. Faith was completed by his works. And scripture was fulfilled that said Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. And he was called a friend of God. Another example, verse 24, you see that a person is justified by works Not by faith alone. And in the same way was not also Rahab the prostitute justified by works. When she received the messengers and sent them out by another way. We all grew up singing about Joshua fighting the battle of Jericho. Before Joshua fit the battle. There were some spies that went in to look around and see who's who and what's what. And when those spies went in, Rahab knew that they were God's people. And because they were God's people, she let them stay at her place and protected, I almost said crib, that's why, she let them stay at her crib. (laughs) And she protected them, watched out for them, even covered for them. And she did that. Not to be against Jericho as much as to be for Yahweh. She knew these were God's people and she wanted to serve the Lord. And so it was by her actions that her faith was demonstrated, was proven. Verse 26 then sums it up For as the body apart from the spirit is dead, so also faith apart from works is dead faith produces works and you can't have one without the other if your faith is real the deeds will be there all throughout the other 167 that's what paul meant in ephesians when he so he told us to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called Walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you've been called. You have never once been called to only express faith one hour a week. That has never been a part of the deal. You have been called to live your life for Jesus. You've been called to acknowledge him as Lord and Master over all 168 hours a week. Live your life then in a way that is worthy of that calling to which you've been called. Faith is not just a Sunday experience. It's an everyday walk with God. Faith is not just a set of beliefs. It's a life that is based on trust in God. And faith is not just a way of thinking. It's a way of life.